0: welcome you're tuned into the living in rhythm podcast where we wax philosophy and experience in the art and science of living in rhythm yeah i'm sister sunday and i came here to let my soul shine it's a lifestyle you know what i'm saying it's true we made it through the intensity of these eclipses and we are officially into Gemini season. Give thanks for that. And as the energy continues to wane and the moon continues to wane, some of this intensity of Saturn squaring the nodes is waning. Mars is finishing in Neptune, so the Neptunian energy is waning a little bit. Jupiter energy is turning online and Mercury is still retrograding in Gemini back into Taurus. But the big energy this week is Gemini. The sun moving into Gemini. Yeah, this energy is all about the mind, the breath. Getting some of that mental clarity and really freeing our minds. So that's what we're gonna get into a little bit today are you ready let's go Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Congratulations. Fingers crossed the intensity is waning just like this moon. I want to get a little bit more into that. So before we do, let's take a moment to tune in. So find your seat or your feet. Take a nice deep inhale and exhale, ground and center. As we root into the earth, we can really feel that deepening connection with the, the groundedness of the sustainability that we've had, the the fixed energy that we've been really working through with this Taurus and the, the nodes and the moon and the sun. And as we step into Gemini. You can start to feel more of the breath and the air and the space that surround us. So take a moment and breathe a little deeper and see if you can't feel into that surrounding area around you, your field, and just expand it a little bit further. And through your own timing and your own breath, we can begin to cultivate a little more sense of awareness of the field that surround us. Tuning into the different dimensions of the front space and the back space, the right and the left, the above and below, and then all the dimensions and diagonals between. <laughs> so take one more nice deep inhale. And exhale. And I want to talk a little bit more about some of this breathing. You know, we've been talking so much about grounding and creating that rhythmic breath breath that, that nurtures the pulse and the rhythmic resonance. And just in the spirit of Gemini, which is the actual, uh, the lungs are sort of the body part that goes with the sign of the zodiac sign of Gemini. And so this is the perfect time to really focus on our breath and use it as an opportunity to circulate and oxygenate the system, which also enhances our sense of awareness and enhances our mental clarity, which is so important these days. (laughs) Don't you agree? So take a moment and feel into your breath a little bit more and just in your own timing as I speak, use your, your own observation and correlation as I guide you a little bit into this breath practice. It's just about becoming more aware of our, actually our breath. It's this practice called the alternate nostril breathing. And what you might notice is that you might be inhaling or feeling more oxygenation through one side of the nose more than the other, one nostril more than the other. So as you inhale and exhale, feel into the nostrils and observe which one is gathering more, which one is is taking more air in. If it's the left side, it's the lunar side. It's the cooling side. And if it's the right side, then that's the heating side the solar side. And it's just interesting throughout the day, the breath actually transfers between one nostril over the other, there's like a self regulation that happens. And so just for a moment without changing or freaking out or like over over doing anything, just inhale and observe. Is it that lunar side? Or is it that solar side that's that's taking more in? And then you just want to intentionally, with your mind, switch. See if you can send more intentional breath through the opposite nostril. And a lot of times what I'll do is I'll inhale through one specifically and then focus the exhale through both as like a flushing. And then just take a moment and... Come back to neutral. Just let it be whatever it is. And what uh, really, so there's a couple ways you can practice this alternate nostril breathing. You can either use the thumb to cover one nostril and the pointer or pinky finger to cover the other. And so you'll seal one side up. Inhale through that side that's open. Suspend the breath. Seal that opposite side and exhale through the side that you just released. And then you inhale through that side that's open, seal it, exhale through the other side. Inhale through that same side, seal it, exhale through the other side. Obviously, always in your own timing. And if you really want to start to play and get advanced with this practice, you can Do it without sealing the nostril, although it obviously the seal makes it a little bit tighter, makes it a little bit more intense or not even intense, but just more potent. But if you want, you can just do it with your visualization and your actual, your mind. And this is, this is the point. We want to use the oxygenation, the mental clarity that the breath can give us to start to really use it for, for clarity in our body for clarity in our field. And it's just fascinating to me because we can really start to get a sense of, of like our own way that we can self-regulate. So the, the, being able to tune in in all the ways we talk about it every single week, we can tune in through just the visualization of the rhythmic breath. We can tune in through the visualization of the heartbeat pulsing into the space and through the body and into the field, or we can just use the actual mindfulness of the breath work, the breath meditation, and and have that be a, a grounding, anchoring, presence, a calling to the presence, so to speak. So take one more moment and practice the alternate nostril breathing. I'm going to do it too. And when you're done with your rounds, inhale through both nostrils as much as you can. Suspend the breath. And then exhale. All right. So now that we've calibrated the core, let's get into some cosmic synchronization. Go a little deeper into our Understanding and studies of Gemini. So, Gemini is an air sign. It's the third sign of the zodiac. We have officially made it through, well, we're making it through spring basically. Gemini represents phase three of spring in the northern hemisphere. And as you might recall, there's like modalities that happen through the zodiac. And Basically, we started it with the Aries energy that's a cardinal energy. We've been playing with experiencing a lot of the fixed energy of Taurus, which is the sustaining energy, the middle of spring. And now we're in the final phase. We're beginning the final phase of this cycle, which is called, the modality is called mutable. And so the mutable signs are Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces. These are the mutable energies. They're the end of the seasons, basically. And so Gemini represents the twins. That's the archetype of the sign. As I said before, it's an air sign. And this energy of the air is really related. Anytime you have an air sign, it's definitely related to mental energies, mental capacities. And so When you think of Gemini, you can also think of the planet of Mercury. Mercury is the ruler of Gemini. And Mercury represents the communication, our expression, our thoughts and ideas, the things, the data that we're gathering. And this is all synonymous synonymous with Gemini itself. So Gemini is all about the mental capacity, the ideas, the energy, the thoughts that come through us uh, starting to calculate. And as I've done before, as I'll do with all of the Zodiac, there's like an evolutionary journey that occurs through each of the signs. And so we talked about Aries being the spark of life, the willpower, that that willful energy, the drive to live. That goes through the so, the Taurus energy that starts to ob- observe and acknowledge the sensory field, the sensory perceptions, the way we we start to gather information through our senses, and then the mental energy of Gemini is all about starting to gather that data and and make sense of the data. So we're really putting it through a thought processing, like a an an in and a processor, so to speak, and. Mental processing, and so it's pretty interesting that that Mercury is in Gemini right now as well. It's actually retrograding. It's in its second week of of retrograding. We're gonna be, it's gonna go all the way to June third, and then it'll come direct. The interesting thing about that Mercury retrograde is is it started in in its home sign of Gemini. It's it's gonna be in Gemini until May twenty third. And then it goes into Taurus for that final phase, and then it'll come back forward through that final the final degrees of Taurus into Gemini once again, at home in Gemini. And so, like we talked about with Pisces, with the Neptune being in Pisces and Jupiter joining it, when a planet is in its home sign, it's it's activated. It's like going home. It gets recharged. It gets rejuvenated. The interesting thing about having a retrograde there is that there's some redoing. There's some repacking or some refiguring, reconfiguring, reorganizing. And we actually had Mercury and Gemini retrograding. I think it was last year. I wish I would have wrote it down. But we recently had a Mercury retrograde in Gemini, and so it's kind of fascinating because I feel like we're we're revisiting a lot of what was happening at this time in I think it was actually twenty twenty. It was around then, in the over the last couple of years. But regardless, this this Mercury coming home into Gemini and having having a moment here is is really bringing forth the for me is bringing forth the idea my ideas around the importance of actually gathering my mental capacity and and really sharpening it and like i said before in the breath practice and the core calibration practice there is this the the lungs are the body part that correlates with gemini and the ability to really fully deeply breathe and and get that that rhythmic breath to circulate energy and oxygen through the system really really does enhance our mental capacity and so and, you know, with, with the state of the world right now, breath has never been more important. You know, I've, I've said this before, There, there's a strong message in the collective consciousness of how important our breath work really is. The breath not only regulates that circulation and oxygenation, but breathing and and having a healthy system through the lungs actually helps with that heartbeat it helps with our actual like i say circulation but i'm talking about the circulatory system our and our energetic system as well like the our capacity to breathe and create that pulse within our heartbeat actually helps activate the brain waves and the energy that trans, that travels through the body through our central nervous system in the body that helps us to actually regulate the system. It tells the body what it needs to do. It keeps things clear and alert. It is probably one of the most important things that we can, you know, do as far as just when we come to centering, you know, baseline is breath work. And, you know, and as we evolve, we want to start to obviously get, we want to be in the body more and more, but we, we just spent a whole season of Taurus working through the senses and understanding the way that our sensory system was communicating to us. And now it very much is about using that breath work to start to circulate that energy, get the channels very clear, activated so that the body can start to regulate itself. Yeah. Regulators. The other thing that's really important about that, too, is that, you know, we just came out of all of this, like, we're basically really phasing out of a lot of the intensity that's been going on in Pisces. We had Jupiter and Pisces together, or Jupiter and Neptune in Pisces together. We had Venus come in to join it. They left. Mars has come in. That was kind of interesting. And now it's on its way out, and that'll leave on like the 25th, I think, Mars leaves. And then it'll be in Aries, which it'll be at home in Aries. And we'll talk about that when it comes. It'll be joining Jupiter up in there. And so that'll be interesting in itself. But right now we've been like the Piscean energy is the collective consciousness. It's the uber expanded consciousness to the point of where I've been calling it the supra supra super, super consciousness. It's so expansive, but it can also be really confusing if we're if we don't have the mental alertness or the groundedness in our body. We've talked a lot about that, and I feel like as that energy lightens up, there's gonna be more clarity of the mind, which is gonna help us to focus our thoughts and our ideas again. Really work on our manifestation practices that we're building from the Taurus energy, and taking it again into this. How strong can we be in our minds? You know, I I, I keep thinking so much about, I, I always am thinking about the matrix, but like I think about, I've been thinking about Morpheus and, and that moment in the movie, spoiler alert, where he teaches, where he's, where they're talking about jumping from rooftop to rooftop and, you know, it's in the mind and there's this idea of like, you know, Morpheus says, free your mind. And, And that's really what it's about is us starting to open ourselves up to a place where we can start to observe the world truly through our sensory system and start to take that feedback in. That's the Gemini, the processing, take that feedback in so that we can start to use it to communicate and express ourselves in new ways through this evolutionary process. So We're we're very. This is kind of how we start to integrate all of the accomplishments, all the lessons learned through the through this recent eclipse cycle. Which thank you for everybody that joined me over these last couple weeks for the sessions. We I, I said it many times in those sessions that we use these eclipses as like a big wave pattern. We have a whole six months to sort of work and integrate and practice some of those intentions and those prayers that we said over this last eclipse cycle. And so the phase one of that right now for this cycle is to start to use our, I think it's so beautiful and divine timing that we're using the mental energy now to start to, to really engage and see how can we, how can we, find new solutions. We're going to use our mind. We're going to use our, our, the information and the feedback that we've gathered to start to create solutions and to start to rebuild and restructure. That's what that retrograde is too. It's like, we got to build a new way. We're heading towards a brighter future. How do we do it? Let's ground our center, tune into our energetic field, our sensory system, see what that information is giving us and start to find solutions that way, use our mind. And, and then, you know, hopefully we can start to tune in with our emotions as the cancerian energy comes on. But more of that later. So there's a really beautiful, you know, start to just observe this, you know, the whole, the alignment and the timing of these sessions, the I I actually waited on purpose, I I know this, this, See the sessions coming out a little later than normal because I intentionally wanted to record it during that transition of the sun moving into Gemini. I was feeling like there's been a, it's been there's been an intensity, you know. And as I said before, a lot of that stuff is lightening up now, and so it's really about us taking taking some of that information and building it towards where we want to go. And so. With that, with that I'm saying that too, I want to talk about how the things that are coming online more and more too. We have Jupiter has officially, like now it's at one degree Aries. And so Jupiter is officially in Aries. And we talked about this this last couple of weeks. This is a brand new, tw- um, it's going to be a year long, but it's a brand new 12-year cycle that we're beginning. And with that Jupiter and Aries, it's so much about us really starting to amplify ourselves, amplify our field. And again, it's just like, it feels like another beautiful cosmic alignment that's happening for us right now to take some of that feedback in, in at, through an amplified state of ourselves Tuned in a little bit more heightened than we ever have been in our whole lives, and really use this this perfect moment in time to start to push into the future with the the ideas and the thoughts and and the like our true visions, like the things that we're really we've been praying for through our Piscean visionary state the things that we've been yearning for through the third dimensional manifestation state. You know, there's a lot of rebuilding happening. And I just feel like this, um, the Jupiter coming into Aries is going to be helpful for some of us that are timid or like to, you know, hesitate or overthink things the the aries energy is head first it it really wants us to expand which also you know it's a fine line where we're we're trying to find this balance between being really present and centered enough where we can catch those rhythmic waves as they come in and and use our instinct and our intuition to help us with our timing but also coming from a really informed and educated, and spiritually conscious, tuned-in state. <laughs> Ooh, there's a lot of work to do. <laughs> the The other thing that I would say that's that's really cool that's happening is that the I feel like through that, we had a lot of that healing energy with Venus conjuncting Chiron and Aries over the last little bit, and I feel like that Aries is or that Chiron and Venus is now moving on away from the Chiron. So we're getting a little room around like, hopefully like that healing process that we've been activating and putting more of our, again, our prayers and our, like what's, we've been like focusing on the most meaning, the parts of ourselves that, and the things that we're finding most meaningful in life. We're starting to get a little room around that. And sometimes I feel like it's good because when we're working so deeply with all the intensity that we've been going through, it's kind of hard. Like we're so close to the project, it's hard to see the progress. It's hard to see how things are coming together. And so, as the planets, like a conjunction, can be really powerful, but as they plant, as they, as planetary bodies or celestial bodies start to move away from one another, that space gives us room to again get more observation, more correlation, more space to start to tune in and see. All right, what's this telling me? What did I observe? What did I learn? That gives us room to breathe, room to integrate and start to process. So that's like, that's that Gemini energy. And so again, like I I was saying in the beginning, there's this waning of that intensity and it's mimicked from this moon because we just had the total solar or the total lunar eclipse. And then from that full moon, the moon's energies have been waning towards a last quarter. So as of May 20, I guess it's May twenty fifth is the is the last quarter. So I think it's on Tuesday or Wednesday, it might be the 23rd. So basically the there's a waning, a waning last quarter square of the moon happening which means that the moon will be in Pisces and the sun will be in Gemini. And so again I was talking about the mutable signs and how they're the final phases of of the seasons. Pisces is the final phase of winter, Gemini being the final phase of spring when the sun and the moon are in those in those respective signs that makes a square. But when we look at it, when we look at the moon itself, it's a half moon, it's that left half of the moon illuminated. And through that phase, we'll start to see it wane even more toward the new moon, that more on that next week. But this, I, I, I'm i really interested in, the, I'm I'm really liking, I think I've told you this before. I'm liking the quarters. I like the first quarters and the half and the last quarter squares of the moons. They're starting to make more sense in my in my personal observation and cor- observations and correlations. And this one specifically because it's coming after that Taurus Scorpio full moon, which was also happened to be a total solar eclipse. So <laughs> having that, just being able to observe and feel the wane. It's like, oh, it's like we're turning down. We're turning down. The the things are turning down a little bit. It's not as loud or bright. You know, it's not as intense. And uh, that feels really good. Again, it's this, it gives us a little bit more room and space to start to say, okay, which direction am, are we going here? How what, how what did I learn and how can I make moves to keep moving forward? So that's the the lunar cycle this year or this week that's the lunar cycle this week and you know the final things that i really want to say about about this this particular moment in time this turning on the gemini is again the breath is just It's, it's our, one of our best tools that we have, you know, and just in the spirit of Gemini, in the spirit of the twins, the lungs, the right side, the right hemisphere, the left hemisphere. You know, to bring balance to the sides, to understand the different energetic rhythms of the sides, as I talked about before, like, you know, there's the, the fiery solar side versus the cooling lunar side you know, and with the twins, they talk about Gemini often is like referred to as like the Jekyll and Hyde or Castor and Pollock. And there's this, you know, good side, bad side, you know, and I'm, I'm really not in with like, good, bad, right, wrong, blah, blah, blah. Like, it just is also, it's also, (laughs) it's, it depends, you know, it depends. But the, it's complex, and it's, it's very specific to, you know, the contextual moment. However, with our own self, we want to start to recognize those, the balance that we have, we all have this right, left, this solar, lunar, feminine, masculine, you know, there's, and so I, with the alternate nostril breathing, you can really get a sense of just being, again, being able to bring a little bit of energy to both sides as needed. And Again, there's not a right or wrong to it, but it's just about us bringing our awareness and as always, bringing a little balance into the system, bringing a little balance to to the polarity, the oppositional energy. And the more we can do that, the more we can walk this middle way, this, find this middle grace. And I think that can just be so helpful for, for us as humans in this time, you know, especially with all of the information and all of the data that's coming at us all the time. We really want to start to get into a practice of, if we can, really being able to access that that balancing that we can get from the breath work and the circulation and the oxygenation. And the last, last thing that I want to say about this is I, you know, I titled this session, Mental Emancipation. And I think so much about Bob Marley. You know, he has that, that song, you know, it's the, it's the redemption song. And the, one of the ever famous lines is, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. And I talked a little bit about Morpheus too. And it's just that ability to expand our minds. There's also this ability to. We want to start to see with this Mercury retrograde the places that we've maybe been limiting ourselves, not just in our capacity to think beyond our be, think beyond our human capability or beyond what's what's known, but we want to start to look at those places where we're maybe limited from. What we've been told or the, the way that we're being asked to perceive the world or experience the world. You know, a lot of us get ideas in our heads that hold us back, you know, like, I mean, I have, and you know, this was one of the lessons of the previous solar eclipse or the, the previous eclipse cycle when it was in the axis of ideas and beliefs of Gemini and Sag, you know, it's like, we have been told many things and shown many things throughout our lives from people that we love through authority figures, through the government, through society, through our parents, through our family members and our friends. And, you know, we, we get ideas and belief systems around the world that are sometimes very helpful and sometimes are told to us to protect us. But at what point do we hold, you know, how long do we hold on to some of these ideas and beliefs so that are they? You know, like this is what a lot of this letting go through the eclipse has taught me. It's like, what's really serving me? Are some of these ideas and practices still worth? It? Are they? Are they working for me? Are they serving me? Or is there something that I need to bring back into my life? And you know, I said it last week. I was talking a lot about the mantras and you know, you, they don't have to be any specific language. They can be in English. They can be in Sanskrit. They can be in Gurmukhi, you know, they can be in whatever language you want, your prayers, you know, there it's, it, i I feel like coming back, like I've been really making a comeback to the sound frequency, as I said last week. And through that, I'm recognizing how, again, like the, the, the things that we tell ourselves, the, the things that we hold as, as our foundational ideas and beliefs can really form our experience in this world. And so I have just encouraging all of us and myself included to really start to listen, you know, through the, through that tuning in and the messaging and the processing that comes from Gemini and the observing that comes from observing the breath and that circulation, we can start to listen to the places where the energy is flowing and the places where the energy is not flowing or listen to the way that we're speaking to ourselves. Listen to the way that we're speaking to each other. Listen to the tone of the voice. Listen to the, the rhythm of the breath you know i mean there's just like i feel like a lot of this the messaging coming through now is is about you know really listening and then being able to communicate through that very clear and intentional perspective through that you know our our ability to process and understand the feedback there's a lot of you know with some of that mars energy as it, as it goes into Aries, there's going to be, I mean, just in general, there's a lot of reactive energy, over responsive, over reactive, and I'm doing my best. And it's a big prayer for the whole, you know, for everybody, especially those in power to just, you know, be with them, like may the spirit be with them to help them, you know, whatever it is that they can, that helps them be able to tune in and really listen to to reason, (laughs) listen to vibration, the feedback, you know, tuning into the self and understanding like what's, what's most important again, like how can I, how can I use my information that I have to make my way towards a brighter and better future? You know, so (laughs) <laughs> that's what that's my, where my focus and intention really is with this Gemini energy. And I'm sure we'll have more time to play with it. We got a whole season worth, you know, so we'll, we'll make the most of this next moon cycle. Tune into that waning, let, let, you know, as the energy continues to wane towards the new moon, perfect opportunity to just let some of that stuff shed, let some of that, some of that stuff go so that we can get free. Free ourselves from mental slavery, emancipate our, our clarity and our mind, and start to use the power of the mind to bring in, in to bring into fruition to engage with balance and true intention, you know, because we've we've like processed and listened from a very centered and balanced place. I mean, that's the big prayer. So breathe deep and Definitely allow yourself to integrate all your accomplishments that you made through the Eclipse Cycle and let yourself, let your soul shine for your mind. Only you can do it. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know I appreciate you and love you so much. And I'm here for you. Always, if you need me, reach out. You can find me on the on the webs. If you want to book a sesh, hit up livinginrhythm.com. We got some stuff coming later, but for now, just enjoy and appreciate this moment for what it is. Give thanks. I love you so much. Peace.